Well, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, and this is where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy of the systematic destruction of the global economy, of the global politics, the infiltration of the United States of America, the taking out of the United States Constitution, the undermining of the American people, and the bringing about of the one world government, the new world order. Today, we are joined by my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, dual PhD economist and founder of KirkElliottPhD.com. Kirk, how are we doing today? Oh, we're doing awesome. How are you doing today? Man, you know what? I, I just came back from like a small little vacation with my kids. We drove out to New York State, came back. Um, I did the 20, 26 hour drive by myself, uh, basically straight through. Um, so I was a little like down on energy last week, but I'll tell you this week, it like just, I'm like back in the saddle, man. I'm like feeling it. I got so much energy. Um, and so I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Even looking at these abysmal <laughs> CPI numbers, I'm doing well. I mean, they're just bad. I mean, they, and, but this is no surprise. I mean, you and I have been talking about this for a while, and, and we know that it's going to continue to go up and go up and go up because what's it a function of? Uh, the CPI inflation is a function of an increased money supply. I mean, and are they slowing down the printing press? No. They're, they're continuing to add more and more and more as the economy slows down, and now you've got even more economic imbalances. So, so but this, this month it went from 8.5 to 9.1. That's like the biggest jump we've seen yet this year. Yeah, it, it's huge. And it's the uh, the highest since it's been, I believe, um, in quite a few years. I mean, since, what, 2002 or something like that. So this is danger zone. Yeah. I mean, it. so when you go from 8.5 to, to 9.1, which is what it did, that's a 7% change in inflation, than the rate of inflation in one month, right? So, so you extrapolate that out for 12. Well, what's 7 times 12? I mean, we're looking at potential at this rate, 84% inflation for a year at this rate of growth. I mean, that's, that's incredible. I mean, that's, that's, the rate of growth is insane. So when it started at 8.1, or at, sorry, started at 8.5, and we're on pace for 84% increase. So 8.5 times 1.84. I mean, we're looking at potentially 15.64% inflation 12 months from now. And then you take that times the unofficial multiplier. That puts us at 44% inflation. Oh. Um, I mean, this this is completely unsustainable, which is why we, we've got uh, the supply chain disruptions, which is why... We're, we're only seeing the beginning of some of the inflationary pressures because when you see things that are happening in Texas and Oklahoma and natural gas facilities getting blown up, right? I mean, what's that going to do to the price of gas when they're major distribution hubs? It's going to push it through the ceiling. I don't think we've seen the beginning of the inflationary pressures even yet. No, we haven't. And, and so kind of what we're talking about here for everybody out there is supply and demand is if the amount of supply decreases, and this is what's happening with this attack on our supply chain right now, is there's a supply chain shortage coming of the likes we have not seen 
in a very, very long time. And this is coming within the next six months. This is from the fertilizer shortages, the food shortages, everything that we're seeing, the oil and gas refineries blowing up, the food manufacturing processing plants being setting on fire. And when that supply decreases, well, demand relatively stays the same, and now you have higher inflationary price, the cost of things is going to radically skyrocket. Yeah, absolutely skyrocket. And you know, I was I had some audio video stuff done in my house, um, put a security system in, things like that. And the machine that one of the components keeps breaking like it's the third time it's broken, like the last 60 days. So finally, I get on the horn with with the, the security company. It's like, what gives? I mean, can't you just fix it? And he said, Kurt, over the last six months, we've seen everything breaking over and over and over again. And I said, why is that? Is it, is it coming from China? What's the deal? He said, no, it really has nothing to do with it. It has to do with manufacturers just finding parts to put in anything <laughs> because, oh and God. then having to like rework them, reprogram them if a chip goes in that wasn't supposed to. And it just hasn't been quality control tested. So when you've got problems with chip manufacturers and everything else, and they're just piecemealing stuff together, it's just not working. And so the quality is going downhill while the prices are going up. And I'm, I'm experiencing it firsthand, and this is going to be the case as there's continuing to be supply chain disruptions. But, but now you're gonna see even more mayhem because in China, the, which is still the manufacturing superpower of the world, right? Um, mm -hmm. Their banks are going under like nobody's business. Um, there's runs on the banks, they're, they're talk about a bail-in tax and Chinese citizens just won't be able to get their money at all. So if there's no money, the manufacturers aren't going to get short-term loans to fund inventory and manufacturing. And, and I, I have a feeling that this is gonna cause even more crisis, not just food crisis and food shortage, but shortages in, in everything that's being manufactured from cars to electronics to trinkets to components in everything and computers. I mean, when, when manufacturers have short-term loans to fund inventory, they build it, you know, hopefully they get it off the shelves within 60 days. Those are short-term loans, and then they pay them back. If they can't get that, they can't manufacture stuff. And this is what's happening in China right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and China is just the tip of the iceberg. We know that China potentially um, will do or make a move on Taiwan in the near future. Taiwan produces 72% of the world's silicon chips. Um, this is critical, critical infrastructure right here. And, and so by, by November timeframe, we can begin seeing some massive turbulence in the global economy, potentially even a move towards global economic collapse. I mean, we have the BRICS nations. This is, uh, uh, we, we have the BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa coming out, setting up their own global reserve currency. They, they see what's coming. They know what's coming. The ruble is now backed upon gold. It's rumored that this BRICS nation uh, global reserve currency that they're creating most likely going to be based upon the digital long um, could make its move towards a backing by gold. Um, these BRICS nations know what's coming, and this is why they're making these moves, because they see the pending collapse of the dollar in the, global economic, uh, the world global economy. Right. Well, and so 
Saudi Arabia um, just this morning said we're we're going to get rid of the petrodollar, right? So so mm -hmm. they're now basically part of BRICS. So you've got getting rid of the petrodollar. You've got Russia that's backing its currency by gold. China really does have massive gold reserves and de facto backing of their currency. You've got Zimbabwe that's now afraid of inflation in a big way because they know the ravages of it firsthand when they had like a million percent inflation in 2020. Um, they do not want to go down there because what follows economic collapse is always social upheaval. Nobody, nobody wants social upheaval. Nobody wants riots. Nobody wants people looting grocery stores for food, right? I mean, this is what's happening in Venezuela. Zimbabwe didn't want that. So what did they do? They offered gold as a stable value for their citizens instead of their defunct currency, which is now at 194% inflation. See, everything that we're seeing, politicians, even though in the past may have poo-pooed gold, right? They, they didn't understand it. They just believed the mainstream media narrative of central banks can use monetary policy, fiscal policy, things of that nature to get us out of crisis. But the game is the game's over. And they realize they can't fix that anymore. And so now they're, they're reverting back to what they never really thought they would probably want to do. And that is, we, what's, what's worse than, than social upheaval during an election year? Well, like nothing. Right, so so moving towards um, gold-backed currency or as another standard for their currency seems like a reasonable alternative to social chaos. And so I think politicians, Josh, that never really liked the idea before, are now coming around 180 because it's the only thing that can bring financial sense back into the madness of collapsing currencies globally. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're going to talk with more with Dr. Kirk Elliott in just one minute. We're going to take a quick break here in just a second. Uh, and Kirk, there's a lot of things I want to talk to you about pertaining to what potentially can happen and how we as people can begin to protect ourselves, our finances. I mean, it's obvious what we can do, right? But right. it's critical right now. It's incredibly critical because... With the things coming forth, I, I don't think people understand how big the midterm elections are. And, and there's a lot of things happening right now pertaining to the midterm elections. Uh, election security, there's uh, states basically running to get new election laws in place. There's false polls coming out. There's attacks that are happening on Trump. And it, we could see potentially by this fall, the United States turned upside down which means that you're going to have more of an impact on the financial economy. So we're going to talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott in just one minute more about this. We'll be right back with the Dark Delight Show. Hey, guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S 
patriotfoodstorage.tv slash patriot and secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back on the Dark Delight show. We're talking with Dr. Kirk Elliott, dual PhD economist, about the state of our finances, about the state of the global economy, about the state of what's happening here in the United States of America with rising inflation, decreasing supply chain, and increasing demand. You know, Kirk, uh, excuse me, back in August of 2021, The Supreme Court made a ruling pertaining to the housing moratorium that two presidents, Biden and Trump, had both put in place. This came about from the forbearance uh, for the COVID relief that the banks did pertaining to mortgages. And when this first happened, I said, oh, this is going to be really, really bad because the forbearance acts as like a short term loan. The banks basically paid off your mortgage and then put that into a loan in your escrow, which you have 24 months at the end of the period to pay back. Uh, Trump and Biden both had a moratorium on him. The Supreme Court ruled in August 2021 that they can't do that and ended the moratorium. And I said, within six months, you're going to see skyrocketing foreclosure rates. Mm-hmm. And almost exactly six months, February, you had a 110% increase in the amount of foreclosures. Uh, May, that number was 270%. June, the number was about 330% increase from the year before in the number of foreclosures. People are losing their houses because of decisions they made during because of decisions that were made during the pandemic that they had no control over. They couldn't go to the jobs. They couldn't go to work. They couldn't get paid. And now they're paying the ultimate price. Um, American families are suffering right now and the financial peril is only going to increase. What what can people do out there to have a extra level of protection to secure their finances and, and their home and their properties and all this other stuff. Well, there's there's a couple things you can do. Like investment-wise, I would, what you and I have talked about over and over and over again, we've got to get out of the stock market. I mean, if, if you were to look back at a chart, um, Josh, that, that over the last 10, 15 years, let's say, um, mm-hmm. there it'll go up and down, up and down, and then you have like a, a time frame when it kind of consolidates and it just goes sideways, right? 
Well, that's basically the baseline of where this overbought period that we're in right now should correct to. Well, that period was from 2005 to 2012. What was the Dow at that point? It was anywhere between eight and 12,000. So technically speaking, if you're looking for a correction, and this is why David Stockman, Reagan's budget director, says we're expecting an 80% correction, that's where an 80% correction takes us, right? From when we're at, at like 30,000 on the Dow, is right to that time frame. So imagine me telling everybody on the air, we still have 30 to 50% or more to go because we need to get to eight to 12,000. That's where the correction should take us from this point, right? And so number one, and this is a multi-step answer, get out of stocks, get out of bonds. <clears throat> you need to get out of bonds because the, the value of bonds comes down as interest rates go up. Well, I, I think we're getting another 75 basis point increase in July here um, to match last month's. So bonds are cooked, stock market's cooked. So real estate, like you just talked about foreclosures, that's not a good thing. But is, is real estate a good investment when the cost of borrowing goes up because interest rates are rising? No, fewer people are gonna be able to afford houses, which means supply and demand, <clears throat> economics always runs everything. You're gonna have more supply, less demand, prices will come down, right? So, so what do you do? You go into things that protect you during times of inflation. That would be gold and silver. Very, very good inflationary hedges because they're things, right? So, so investment-wise, that's what I would do. And we can buy gold and silver right now at a huge discount from where it was three weeks ago because the big banks, JP Morgan, Chase, and even some of the miners are actually shorting silver to, to, uh, because they want to fulfill at, at lower prices rather than higher prices, right? So you've got issues going on there. It gives us a temporary buying opportunity because the fundamentals didn't change, Josh. When the fundamentals don't change and you have a price reduction, it's a buying opportunity. It's the buying opportunity of a generation, I think. And, and more practically speaking, I mean, you and I have been talking a lot about food shortages as well. Right, mm -hmm. so I would get some, some food. Every time you go to the grocery store, get a couple cans of corn or a couple cans of you know, canned vegetables, anything, right? Because I think when harvest time comes this year, with, with, the, with you know, the, the production of urea and things that go into fertilizer are being, they're gone, I mean, it's not there. There's no fertilizer, the yields are gonna be less. Prices on food are going to go through the roof even more than the normal inflationary pressures that we're seeing. So those are just like simple things that people could do. Every time you go in, get a few things. Get some toilet paper, get some vegetables, get some fruit or you know, the canned fruit or whatever. Um, but investment wise, get out of Dodge. I would get out of the stock market, I would get out of the bond market and I would allocate heavily into gold and silver right now. Absolutely, and there's another telling tale about this. This is the Title 12 uh, changes in emissions that Congress just did. Yeah, so this is, um, okay, this is a big story that nobody's talking about. I mean, it might be the biggest story ever. So in 1971, Nixon closed the gold window, right? When France wanted to get some gold from, wanted to get their debt you know, payments back, they, they said, we don't want stinking U.S. dollars, we want our gold. Well, Nixon said, no, you're not getting it. See, a lot of people think Nixon was a bad president because he basically 
took away that gold window, which called us to be a completely fiat-based currency from that point. Inflation's gone through the roof. But truly, what did he do? He said, I don't want to give you the only thing that's of value. We're going to give you our stinking U.S. dollars. That's really what he did. So since the early 70s, gold and silver could not be used for international settlements or for any kind of currency, right? So when you and I are talking about a gold-backed currency, technically, could it have been done? No, because the 12 U.S.C. Section 95A and 95B says this. It says that related to the regulation of transactions in foreign exchange of gold and silver, it can't be used for foreign exchange, right? So what did, what did the House just do on July 6th? They omitted those two sections completely. Hmm. So now what you can have is gold and silver being used as, as currency transactions, right? Use it to back a currency because currency is used for foreign exchange. Well, if you had gold backing it, well, could you use it for foreign exchange? No, not if not if the U.S. code omitted gold from actually doing foreign exchange, right? So, so what they just did was made it so gold can now, for the first time, back our currency, and you can use it for international settlements. You can actually use it as a currency, and that would just be an amazing thing. So that all took effect on July 10th. What's it's wow. the 13th today, right? So three days ago. All of this took effect. And to what end, right? To why would they do this? Well, I think they realized that the days of fiat-based currency are numbered, right? So, so as you start to look forward, everything you and I have been talking about, we don't even need to speculate anymore. Just, just systematically, the pieces are falling into place where we can have a gold-backed currency. And if you own the backing of a currency before it backs the currency, lights out, it'll be perpetual growth moving forward. Because the currency base needs to expand in a growing economy. And if you own the backing of the currency, that will automatically expand. And so basically what we're seeing here is potentially by January of 2023, if fireworks happen within the global economy, we're going to see a skyrocketing of gold and silver in price. Absolutely. There, there really is no other alternative when everything else is falling apart and inflation is persisting because gold and silver are, are two things. Number one, it's a flight for safety in times of chaos. Well, we've got that. And number two, it's a thing, so it responds well to inflation, right? So, so then when everything's falling apart, you've got currency changes and there's the, the talk of... of backing a currency with gold. And, and let me tell you this, the BRICS countries are basically already backed by gold, right? Because of, of what Russia did and what China has done with all the reserves that they have in gold. They, they, they made a play and they're winning because they did something that was smart. I mean, we don't have to like the BRICS nations, right? But what they did do is economically smart in replacing the petrodollar system and de facto backing of their currency with tangible assets. This is going to be amazing for their economies and devastating for the U.S. dollar. Absolutely. We're going to see the the rapid decline of the U.S. dollar, the fiat-based currency. Um, hyperinflation is going to continue. It's probably going to get incredibly radical here in the coming weeks and months. Right before the midterm elections, 
Kirk, where can we find you? What's the best way to get in contact with you and your team so that we can get our finances in order? Yeah, just call our office, 720-605-3900. Just say, Josh at Red Pill sent me, right? Um, And we'll get you on our calendar. Perfect. Kirk, I appreciate your time today, my friend. You have a great day. We'll talk to you here soon. We'll be right back in just another minute with more of the Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Q Howard. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to riot. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window Open it and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. I want you to get up right now. Get up, go to your windows, open them and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many stations does this go out to? get mad. I know it goes to Louisville and Atlanta. I'm not going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell and say, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. And that right there was from the 1976 movie Network by Sidney Lumet. That was Peter Finch being played by Howard Beale. And the iconic monologue of I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And it's as if humanity is coming to a precipice. Americans are coming to a precipice. That this is what we feel now every day inside of our homes. It makes a lot of sense when we start looking at things that history doesn't necessarily repeat itself, but it does has rhythmic cycles. And right now we're, we're in one of those rhythmic cycles and the world order is changing and people traditionally resist change, especially when it affects their lives, especially when they come after your wealth especially when they come after your children, your family, your friends, your home, your land. Americans need to stand up. Americans got to get 
ready to say, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. The day is coming. We have the midterm elections coming up. And if you remember a few months ago, we talked about how uh, it's proposed that the Republicans will take over 32 seats in the Senate, um, about uh, 74 in Congress. They were pulling way high above the Democrats in just about everything. Well, uh, according to a new poll, that, that's changed. So now, for some god-awful reason, a New York Times Siena College survey has came out and said the 2022 congressional elections is now saying 41%, 41% Democratic control, 40% Republican control. So the the Democrats have taken the lead in these new quote-unquote polls. And the reason is because the polls are absolutely garbage. The polls are nothing more than absolute propaganda and lies. But see, what they do is they mold the minds of Americans because this goes out on mainstream media. This gets perpetuated out to people who say, oh my goodness, the Democrats are going to win. Oh, thank goodness. People start to believe the garbage. If you tell a lie big enough and loud enough, and all the time, continuously, people will believe it. Election officials are also fearing that copycat attacks and insider threats will occur this election period. So they're going to tighten up security at the polls and the polling boxes. You know, it's interesting that this poll comes out, right? That, that it shows that the Democrats have tightened the lead in the midterm elections, but yet... Only 18% of Americans say Biden should run for re-election. He has a 33% approval rating. And this is a man who apparently got over 87 million votes. We are watching the biggest fraud in the history of mankind. You know, I, I, I talked about this the other day. January 6th. You want to know what happened on January 6th? There was an insurrection. There was a coup on this country. But it wasn't the millions of Americans that stood outside the Capitol building expressing their First Amendment right to be heard. Instead, it was inside the halls of Congress. Instead, it was done by the Vice President of the United States, and it was done by Congress by not speaking up by not standing up and supporting the Constitution and saying, hey, these people are mad as hell. These people believe that there was voter fraud. And you know what? Before we make a decision, maybe we should look at that. Maybe we should just investigate it a little bit. But no, they didn't care about the people. They didn't care what you thought because you're a Trumper, because you're a MAGA, because of labels, because of propaganda, because of mainstream media. Instead, they chose to ignore the people. Instead, they chose to sit there and vote with the power, the authority granted to them by the people, by ignoring the people. You know, whether there was election fraud or not during the 2020 election, we we know the truth here. Congress 
Senate, states, should have taken it seriously. Accusations of epic proportions coming from citizens in every state pertaining to the election. Erratic reporting by mainstream media where numbers were flip-flopping as the news broadcast went. I had this all recorded. We, we live-streamed this. Questionable votes coming in in the middle of the night in multiple cities. Election laws changed by election officials, not state legislators, prior to the election. All of this should have said, hey... Let's hold off a second and let's look into this. Let's do an investigation and see if something actually did happen here. Because the people are concerned. The people are pissed. So let's let's look at this. Let's investigate. But no, but no. You had the members of Congress sit there. Only less than a handful. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Paul Go- Paul Gozar, right? Less than a handful. Stand up and say, I can test this election. I can test this election. And them and the vice president, the rest of them and the vice president of the United States went and voted. And said, yes, let's certify this election. Knowing that the people were mad. Knowing that there was potential voter fraud. And why did they do that? Because they knew. They knew that it would be political suicide to stand up against the establishment. They knew they would lose their power, their money. They knew that most likely their election was bought and paid for the same way. The Republicans and Democrats alike. The good old boys club. Now, think about this for a minute. And I want you to understand how turbulent the political environment is and how dangerous it is. I've talked about my good friend Candace Taylor, who's a gubernational candidate for governor in the state of Georgia. This woman had 60,000 people, okay, helping her on her campaign. This is people going door to door. This is people putting the signs out. This is people showing up at the meet and greets. These are 60,000 voters. During the primary election, this is the Republican primary election, she only received less than 50,000 votes. That means that 15,000 of her volunteers decided just not to show up and vote? No. She's smarter than this. She planned for this. So what she did is she went out there and she started running some algorithms, some numbers. She starts seeing that at every point during the night, her numbers are always at 5% of that being reported of Governor Kemp's, as if they are flip-flopping the numbers. So she goes out there and contacts the hundreds of thousands of people that she has on her email list and says, hey, would you mind signing an affidavit saying that you voted for me? And they're like, sure, no problem. Within the first day, she had thousands of these things signed. And what it showed was rampant voter fraud in the state of Georgia. How do we know this? Because if you have a county that has 100 people, 100 people, they got small counties in Georgia, and it shows that 5%, five of those people voted for Candace Taylor. So she goes to the small county of 100 people And it shows 56 people voted for her. The official government numbers show five people. The official government numbers show five people. But she shows 56. So she decides to go out there and file lawsuits against the state. She did this two days ago. Well, 
Yesterday morning, her son wakes up, looks outside, and sees police officers approaching the house with guns drawn early, early in the morning. She immediately comes out of the shower, calls 911, and asks what's happening. And they say someone had called in the mid-mornings saying, I have just shot my husband five times. I'm about to shoot myself. Please get to my house. And the police arrived in full SWAT. And they were ready to bust in her door, but she was able to remedy the situation. But this is called swatting. This is where someone who doesn't like you calls the police on you. And basically the police show up to a dangerous situation ready to kill. Now you got to imagine, the day she filed, the day after she filed these lawsuits, all of a sudden all these police officers show up. Because that's how this establishment works. And I'm not saying that we have evidence there was camp or any of the, the, the good old boys club in Georgia. But something definitely is happening here. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with a few calls and finish up our last segment of the Dark Collection. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reeb on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show, and let's go straight to the lines. Keith, what's up, man? How are we doing today? Uh, you're doing very well. I give compliments when they're due. So uh, you and I had to play the words on Friday, but you're a very, very good man. Uh, two things I can take or leave 
Mike Pence, but it evenly has to be said that the Constitution does not provide that the vice president would do what you and I both wish, wish that Pence had done in January of last year. Uh, Pence would have had to have been superbly courageous to have gone beyond what his duties allow in the actual Constitution. So I don't think, uh, as much as we would like to blame Pence, we really can't. So if you want to comment, then I have something else. Well, yeah, actually, the, the real decision was made on G- December 13th with a certification from the states and sending them to Congress. Uh, but see, what would happen on January 6th, and this is where the, the power of the vice president does come in that is constitutionally granted, is if you have states' representatives that stand up and say, I can test this certification, and they can show ample reason to. Pence, with the majority of those states coming forth and contesting the election results, can call it back to the states. He can't decertify it. He can call it back to the states. And so that's where the really power lies, and that's what people were hoping that he would have done. It was, it was, there was a lot of disinformation that was happening during that time. So I agree with you. Mike Pence didn't have the ability to overturn the certification, but he had the ability to send it back to the states with the contention of the state representatives. Now I want to ask you this. Biden's going to be in Saudi Arabia on Friday, and I would like to know, do you think that Saudi prince is going to look Biden in the eye and promise him that our uh, former quasi-allies like Saudi Arabia, India, and Argentina will not be part of a new world monetary order uh, the point I want to make is every American should know we can only float the debt we can because we are the reserve currency of the world, and you and your gold expert are exactly right. We are about to lose that. That's my question. Will that Saudi prince look Biden in the eye and lie to him saying they are not going to join Russia and China, which I think they will up to a point. Saudi Arabia is selling China oil. Yeah. If they form that new world order, you can now say depression to the United States because our debt will no longer be floating. Well, that's exactly what you're getting, Keith. And so Saudi Arabia is basically going to tell Joe Biden to uh, get away. We don't care. We, we don't, they're not going to do anything. I actually am concerned for Biden traveling to Saudi Arabia. Um, who knows what potentially could happen uh, to the, uh, the illegitimate American president as he travels to the Middle East. But uh, I think that potentially we could see some big news coming out of that, as well as I don't think Saudi Arabia gives a flying hoot about Joe Biden and are just going to basically ignore him and just utilize this as uh, just a, a media propaganda to promote the new Silk Road the BRICS nation's new world order, the nation-state-derived new world order that they're creating. We're going to the other lines. John, what's up, man? The, the fraud that went on in that 2020 election is unbelievable. I watch all the hearings and the legislative hearings in the battleground states, but I'll tell you, if they would have overturned that election or would have uh, delayed it, the, the results, to investigate it more, I think you would have unbelievable chaos in the streets by the left, uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. It would have been, uh, I think a civil war would have broken out. What are your thoughts? Well, 
Yeah. Because Antifa, BLM, are nothing more than the hedgemen for Soros, for the globalists, for Wies, who the German who funds all these organizations. Right? That, that, that's all they are. And if they're in the process of getting ousted, they are going to wreak havoc and chaos. That's what they do. Right? It is at the point when they're about to get discovered, when their backs are against the wall, watch out. Here comes chaos. This is what's happening right now in the world. So you're absolutely right. But you know what? That's how our country operates. If something's wrong, we take a step back and we say, hey, we need to fix this. We need to look at this and see what happened and what what went wrong. That's why we got to get Trump or uh, DeSantis in the White House to beef up and go after BLM, Antifa, and some of these left-wing organizations and, and have to weed them out like they're weeding out the Oath Keepers on the other side. It's unbelievable. we got to get them out of there. Well, John, I appreciate the call. And unfortunately, we had four years of Trump, and he did nothing about it. His DOJ did nothing about it because that's how the deep state operates. The deep state operates through the administrative functions of government. And they did investigate Antifa and BLM. They did come out and prosecute some, but they didn't bring down the organization like they have with organized crime and crime syndicates. Um, And I think that if DeSantis got in there or if Donald Trump got in there, I don't know if they could do really much about it. Because, see, the president is very, very limited in their power, as well as the governor. I think what we need to have happen is we need government to recognize the people. That's, that's the truth. We need the government to recognize the people as the sole authority of power in this country. If the people stand up, rise up, speak up, if they get mad as hell, the government will listen. When the government fears the people, you have freedom. When the people fear the government, you have tyranny. And we are now at that place of the people fearing the government. And I don't know if it matters who gets in that White House. I don't know if it matters who gets in Senate or Congress. Because the system is so broken, so far gone. It's had irrehensible damages done to it. Which means... I don't think we can fix it. I don't think we can fix it because it's such a large beast that does not care about you, me, our grandchildren, our future grandchildren. It doesn't care about the state of this country, the livelihood of the people. It doesn't care about freedom. It doesn't care about liberty. It doesn't care about wealth, your wealth. It only cares about its power and growing that power to exceeding numbers to where it has full authoritative control. That is government. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. This is where we're headed. And and you know what? What you're talking about, civil war, all this stuff. I don't think it's too far off. I think what's going to happen is we're going to go through the midterm elections 
And it's not going to be what Republicans and conservatives expected. There's going to be massive voter fraud. People are going to stand up. They're going to take to the streets. And the government is going to shut them down. Suspension of habeas corpus, martial law, National Guard. At the same time that people are losing their houses, at global economic financial collapse, collapse of the supply chain, no food on the grocery store shelves, right after the election. That's how they deal with it. Chaos. We're going to be back tomorrow with more of the Dark Delight Show. Guys, remember, 720-605-3900. Give Dr. Kirk Elliott a call. Get your gold and silver today. 401k rollovers, IRAs, or just buying gold and silver bullion. 720-305. Or sorry, 605-3900. Take care. We'll talk to you.